0: Welcome back to the Trailer Island Podcast, where we compare films and their trailers. Did the film deliver what the trailer promised? Is that about right? Yeah, I think... Yeah. Yeah. Well, not just yeah. films. I mean, anything really. Oh, yeah. We did TV shows. TV. Yeah, Mandalorian,
1: we did that, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we certainly did. We can as always on the Trailer Island Podcast bye. I'm Matthew. And I'm Steve. Yeah. We might have a bit of a heat stroke today because we've just gone for a nice walk down the beach, haven't we, Steve, on, on the island? That was nice. Yeah, well,
2: yes. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Continuing with this narrative, we walked <laughs> down the beach and now we are hot and sweaty.
0: And I went for a walk up the uh, the mountain that is in the middle of our yeah. island. Like, we... in, like in Castaway,
1: brilliant. All right, found me... a volleyball up there actually. Oh, we should do Castaway at some point.
0: Is anyone really, really
2: disturbed about the big letters that are hanging over our island? I, no. uh,
0: uh, <laughs> okay, I understand that reference, but uh, very good. That's very cerebral of you. <laughs> If you look at our logo, yes, it's up in the sky.
2: Fantastic. That's, that's odd because this podcast has been described as not cerebral at all.
0: <laughs> By us, yeah. <laughs> well, talking of things, all things cerebral, uh, Steve, would you like to introduce this week's film?
2: This week we're going to talk about uh, something that's needed a long overdue autopsy. And not in the the bad way, we're talking about Avengers Endgame, which came out roughly a year ago now. Is it already
1: a year? Yeah. Wow, it's just stayed with me because it was so long. Let's have a listen to
0: some of the trailer. God, seems like a thousand years ago. I fought my way out of that cave. Became Iron Man. Realized I loved you. I know I said no more surprises, but... I was really hoping to pull off one last one.
1: I think that really sets the mm. tone, doesn't it? Like, incredibly well. That
0: was Tony Stark mm. lamenting oh. on...
1: Yeah, and I just love how that trailer opens with him talking about the first Iron yeah. Man film. It just, you know, sets it up so... Well,
0: the cool. opening shot of that trailer is... Is the helmet. Is... is no, it's the scene from Iron Man. Is it? Yeah. Oh, oh, right. It's a full recap of like. Is just it? I a, yeah. haven't
1: seen that trailer. I've seen. I, I think maybe it's the IMAX trailer. which is the same, It's the same sound of soundtrack, but it opens up with a, a wide shot of him touching, yeah. turning the helmet on, and then talking. So I haven't actually seen that. That's interesting. Marvel's
2: Marvel's one of these these films that I'm so into that I could probably tell you which trailer it was.
1: That's no, I I defer to your better judgment on that one. I thought we were listening to a different version Mm. of the trailer. There you go. They did have there was one trailer that I saw that was probably eighty percent vision from other films.
2: I think that's the one there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which is not a bad idea. I mean, you know, you've you've already got your audience coming into this movie because it's you know ten years Mm. that have been building up to this. You don't you don't want to risk ruining anything in the film by having too much of it in this trailer, like just get people excited for it, get people hyped. They're going to go and see it anyway. I mean, I know I, I certainly didn't mm. need to see a trailer. I was already going to go and see it. <laughs> so I, I don't mind that. I, I, they do the similar thing with Rise of Skywalker. There was a trailer, I think, where it was a lot of like a recap of all the other films. And oh, I, yeah. I didn't mind it. It was, it was all right. And I, I feel the same way um, about you telling me about the fact they've done it for this. I haven't actually seen it, but like, Oh, that's cool. That's a really cool idea. Well,
0: I wonder if that's part of, is, is there trailer fatigue with this franchise, mm. that we've been handed so many films and whether they're marketing is, we just must give you as much as possible. I mean, you were just saying, Matt, just a moment ago that you didn't realise that that trailer existed. No, was, I didn't, know.
1: Was it that you just didn't particularly care? You sort of knew what you were getting? I, you didn't need a trailer? I think so, and I think that's a, a real testament, really, to what Marvel have achieved over this this franchise is I saw the, the one trailer, and I, I now that you tell me that's a different one, I don't know what it was. I think it was the IMAX trailer. I think that's what it was. And it opened again with the tony stark thing but there was no previous footage in it and i saw that and i i honestly didn't watch any other trailer i just went great i'm in i already was in um after infinity war and after captain marvel uh, which came out in in the interim between these two films i was I, I i didn't need anything else i just i was i was hyped i didn't want anything ruined i just i, I didn't want to go in cold so you know but i I was definitely hooked already
0: wouldn't it have been a baller move if they didn't release a trailer Oh, I think they could have got away with that easy I reckon Matt, that probably would have been a bigger marketing
1: I don't know move yeah. if they didn't release a trailer just, just yeah. reveal a poster and that's it something yeah. or who knows or, or a bit of the soundtrack or because something because they were yeah. always going to get an audience on yeah, this, and this film, without a doubt this broke box office records didn't it oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: highest grossing film
1: I, th- I, would, time, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised yeah and it I'm, deserves it. I think it does. I mean, the amount of groundwork that's gone into building oh yeah. this thing. A lot
0: of, I mean, Iron Man. The first one came out in two thousand eight.
1: Right. Oh, that seems so long ago no, now. No. Oh no.
0: I think uh, the
2: the trailer for this was probably more hyped uh, than any other films for a couple of reasons. Uh, two main ones, probably being how well received um, Infinity War was, mm. and, and the second was. They hadn't actually released a title for this until they dropped the teaser trailer.
1: That's right. Yeah, we didn't know what it was called, did we? No.
2: And so everyone's sort of hanging out for this this the fourth Avengers film teaser trailer. Uh, I remember where I was. It was December eighth. I, <laughs> I, I, I was like half drunk at the work party, and and this 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 popped up on my feed, and I'm like, "All right, I need to sequester myself and watch this trailer." And that I did about four times. And I was like, "Avengers: Endgame." I'm 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 I was on board, I'm now firmly more on board, if I can be.
1: (laughs) It's funny, because I've just remembered now, I honestly thought it was just going to be called Infinity War Part 2.
2: It was, originally, yeah. Yeah,
1: and I was was happy with that, but being called Endgame, I thought was a much better title once I heard Mm. it, I was like, yeah, that makes sense.
2: Well, that was the original plan, Uh, Joe and Anthony Russo, the directors were... Originally slated to direct Infinity War Part One, Part Two. After Infinity, well, I think just before Infinity War came out, they realised that these two films were were different. They weren't. They were linked in, in such a way, but each warranted their own little subtitle, which I, I I absolutely agree with.
1: Yeah, no, I I think so. I think they have different tone. Yep, even though they are so, like you say, so connected in mm. their story you know you part of you thinks you know these must just be like you know they film these back to back they must just be cutting half and those are the two films but it, they really have their own entity yeah, yeah and it's not a bad thing i think they're better off for that i mean they're, they're both three hours long mm-hmm. so if they were you know six hours of the same movie i think that might have been a bit much so it's good that they changed it up yeah i think,
2: I think like endgame is probably one of the better films if we're going to this is, this is a discussion about trailers, and I think Endgame, and I think we're going to delve into a little bit of Infinity War, but these two films are, are absolutely prime examples of, of what trailer-making today really is. Because if you look at every one of the trailers released for Endgame, it doesn't really give away anything further than that first half hour of that movie.
1: Which is great. Yeah, actually, no, because it, yeah, it does the whole Iron Man in space thing, and it does the the Ant Man mm-hmm. reveal, which is obviously mm-hmm. following on from Ant Man and the Wasp when he gets sucked into the thing, whatever it the is, vor- the, the van vortex, the van vortex, and it sort of teased that. But then you watch the film, and that is like you say, like the first yeah. twenty minutes, half yeah. an hour.
2: That was that was yeah. consciously done as well. I mean, yeah. that was that was so that fans got the full experience of this film.
1: Yeah. My heart was racing like as soon as I got to you know you get to the territory once you get to the time travel travel you go, I don't know where yeah. this is going to go. Yeah. I I was just. Yeah, blown away by it because I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. This is stressful.
2: I also think it's it's fascinating how I think Marvel in particular are viewing trailers these days. Uh, I've organised the clip. Maybe we can play. It. I'll preface it by saying this is this was broadcast and happy sad confused. Uh, another decent podcast. If you want to get around it, get around it. Um, but this is Joe and Anthony Russo talking about the nature of trailers in Marvel uh, just after Infinity War and, came out,
1: and they're the directors. Yes, yeah, that's correct. Films. We use all the material that we have at our
2: disposal to create a trailer. We look at a trailer as a very different experience than the movie. And I think that audiences are so predictive now that you have to be very smart about how you craft a trailer because an audience can watch a trailer and basically tell you what's going to happen in the film. You know, we've seen, we consume too much content. Uh, So, you know, at our disposal are lots of different shots that aren't in the movie uh, uh, that we can manipulate through CG to... Tell a story that we want to tell in a trailer for than, the trailer, for specifically for the purpose of the trailer, and not for the film. Like that, for instance, that shot that you're referencing was never in the movie in the version that you saw of Got the it. trailer. That was, it well, was he, never even created for the movie in that version. Huh. It was literally created in that version for the trailer. Got yeah. it. So what he's talking about there is is a couple of shots that were in the Infinity War trailer that never actually made it to the final movie. And I mean, if you remember correctly, in the trailer, they had uh, the Wakanda scene where Hulk was running out with mm. the rest of the gang. And that's not eventually what happened. It was Bruce Banner and yeah. Hulkbuster. And obviously,
1: you know, by virtue of him being a CGI character, they mm-hmm. had a lot of freedom yeah. um, to preserve that. Because I-, I liked the whole, across both films, that arc, I really like. And I'm glad that they, at least for Infinity War, they didn't ruin it. Mm-hmm. It was a-, a nice surprise to go, oh, he's doing his, a different thing. He's not just getting angry and smashing things up he's got a little more to do
2: I think has. I think it, it follows on from a, a discussion about just modern blockbusters and how they are treating trailers as their own entity you know we saw that the same thing happened with suicide squad a few years ago as well
0: suicide squad really brought about well I don't know if it was suicide squad but that's one we should probably talk about yeah. in one of our podcasts because <laughs> the film did not deliver what the trailer. Anyway, um, <laughs> is that it, it was really that really tight based on a song, mm-hmm. wham, bam, boom, yeah. boom, 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 here's images. Blah, 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 we're going to amaze you with images and, and well timed things and amazing trailers uh, to get your interest. Yeah. And Suicide Squad did that really well. Baby Driver was another one yeah. that was cut that way, which I think did a lot better with the product and what we were delivered in the final end. Mm was much more, a lot tighter. In these films, they don't go with that style, but they've certainly developed their own yeah. style. And I think the Marvel franchise has done really well not to spoil things mm-hmm. in their trailers. Well, I think Dis- that- Disney, I think, goes oh we don't want to make you feel too stressed about seeing this film so you're going to, we're going to give you as much as we can without giving you know everything yeah. away but we're going to give yeah. you know, most I mean, of it
1: I mean a lot of what they make now are currently and this again hey, I did this in the Mandalorian so I'm going to bag on Disney again <laughs> um, but like they're doing we're never going to get their sponsorship we're, no we? we're never it's never going to happen we need this. to
2: get you like a sting before you do that
0: as well <laughs> I'm going to get one of those zapping dog collars Matthew
1: hates Disney time um, <laughs> da,
0: da, da, da.
1: It, they're, they're doing a little remake so I think they, they get away with it like we need to do the Lion King yeah everyone I, knows I understand it. that yeah. Yeah. but I it's, it's funny though because obviously in this like mm. we live in a world where on YouTube you can pause a trailer yeah. you can go through and people do like you go through frame by frame and analyze it so I think it makes sense to throw a few bum steers in there yeah yeah. Um, I, I think that it threw me for Infinity War and I think to a lesser extent for this one I think the, the trailer for this one they didn't do that as much but they employed this other tactic as we've already discussed where they yeah. put footage from previous films which sort of serves the same and also withheld
2: fr- uh, footage as well
1: yeah, yeah. With what footage?
0: Well, they withheld most of the.
1: Oh, rest
2: withheld of them, yeah.
0: footage, right? Well, isn't there in this trailer? Don't we we don't see the Hulk in the time travel Abs- gear? Yeah, but he's in that scene. Oh, he is, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Huh.
1: So they, they wanted to preserve the whole Professor Hulk thing, obviously. Yeah. So I they yeah.
0: not only did they they did they sort of did a little, a little bit of a switcheroo on it where they they showed the scene, but they literally digitally. Removed, or well, yeah. I guess they just never added. <laughs> yeah, the Hulk. What do you mean the Hulk's scenes. real?
1: Are you trying to tell me that he's not <laughs> real? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Matthew, you can dream about giant veiny men anytime you <laughs> like, but only if they're green. <laughs> and Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> and Mark Ruffalo. That is a very specific. That first date you go on is going to be really uh, odd, isn't it? Yeah, after marriage story. Yellow. Yeah. Mark, look you. <laughs> it's a few things I want to get through before we start making serious. Uh... <laughs> Here's some makeup. <laughs> so, okay, this was the final film of phase three. I think so yeah, they I went think... through phase. Marvel had developed phases in this franchise, didn't they? There was phase one, phase two, phase yeah, three. Yeah. Currently, with all these things, films having been released, they're now in phase four. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of a, a refreshed uh, sort of it's, it's, clean clean ish
1: Yeah, I don't think it's fair to say it's a soft reboot, but obviously at the end of and it's, this film's a year old, so I'm not gonna I'm not worried too much about spoiling this. But obviously, with a lot of characters having moved on or, or passed away or whatever. It's, it is kind of a clean, shape, clean slate. They can bring in new characters or bring so- previously what were side characters more to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Give them their platforms to really step forward. Which is not a bad thing because it's been 10 years since we had the first Iron Man film. And, and it was funny. when I, I'd sort of come a little late to the party. I'd seen the first Iron Man when that came out. But I'd sort of missed a lot of the others. And mm-hmm. I only started watching them maybe five years ago. Sort of catching up on all of them. Um but when this came out I thought that was incredible. I'm certain my parents would love to watch this the whole way through. They'd only seen the first Iron Man and to watch all of them to get them up to Endgame was a stretch in like if you and if you haven't watched these sort of during their release period there's a lot to catch up yeah. on. Yeah.
0: Well, there's... How many films is that? Twen- 20s? I want to say we're at 23. Yeah. That equates to maybe two seasons of an American yeah. television show. Well, so. to put it yeah. this
1: way, I mean, the James Bond franchise has made that many films in over 50 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Marvel's done it in 10.
2: And they're doing they're doing multiple a year now. Yeah, I
1: mean, I think we're up to now three a year. Well, I think when Civil War came out, there was something like three or four that yeah. year. I think yeah. weren't there? Yeah,
2: yeah. Um And uh, everyone at the time was going uh, superhero fatigue, superhero fatigue. Mm. And we, yet, when you know, we're, five, we're four years away from Civil War, and we're still having that same discussion. But I think that I think there's less credibility to the superhero fatigue sort of argument now.
1: Yeah. It's, it's one of those things, It was funny for me, uh, I'm not, you know, as a background thing, I, was, I never read any of the comics. I was never a huge Marvel or, or comic book superhero fan. However, I do like the films. I like, the, you know, the original Sam Ra- Rami whatever his last name is, Spider-Man films. They're brilliant, that trilogy. Um, so, you know, I like the films and that, but I, I do find having been provided a kind of out, as it were, with Endgame, where it does really quite neatly tie a lot of stuff up, I'm kind of going, oh, maybe, I'll, maybe mm-hmm. I'll just duck in here and there going forward, but maybe I'll give it a break. And I feel like I needed a break. Okay, yeah. um, but having said that, there are some of the, like the, you know, the Spider-Man um, Far From Home film I thought was really good, and I'm excited for some of the stuff they're doing in the future. But I definitely feel like, oh, I can, I can breathe out and maybe yeah. not go and see one for a while.
2: I think um, it's definitely going to provide an out for a lot of people, yeah. yeah. And maybe they'll do what you, you've done in the last 10 years, as, is take this out. And then come back in five or six years and go. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch all the movies up
0: until 2026.
1: You know? Yeah, and I, I could kind of see myself doing that to yeah. be honest. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be a big big box set, isn't it? Oh, oh It's yeah. gonna be very chunky. Uh. When they decide to pull stumps, if they ever do, because they're basically I don't know. If, are we at the point where they're milking it now? I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of groundwork and a lot of production hours that have gone into making yeah. these films, and and I think they are they're a good. It's a good quality franchise, but if we look at Okay, the trailer had to deliver a lot. It was probably mm-hmm. one of the most anticipated, tra- anticipated trailers of the last 10 years. It was the concluding of a story that a lot of us have aged with mm-hmm. over time.
1: Yeah. How old would I have been when I watched... I was in year 10, I think, when the first mm-hmm. Iron Man film came out. I remember being at high school. Yeah, you and,
0: and it's you know we're well and truly past that now. So, yeah. we've, <laughs> as far as film franchises come, we've watched a lot over the time that have all been connected and they had three hours to wrap it all up in. Mm -hmm. So the trailer had given us, you know, the nostalgia. The trailer delivered, hey, remember the emotions and things and (laughs) the action and all all, the things. Remember all
1: these bits you really
0: liked in the past? Yeah, these are all the fantastic cool bits, and guess what? You know, we've got to sort of wrap things up a bit now, as everything needs to, and then I guess did the film...
1: Well, one of the, the most striking things for me was, was obviously that was... Everyone knows that it's got a lot to do. A lot of characters, a lot of... Very, yeah. Pretty much everyone likes one of these characters more than another. It, like, there are so many different people to please. Everyone has to have their moment. So it struck me as really... Um, well, not strange, but kind of interesting that then the film takes this really measured pace. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. rushed. In fact, the pacing is incredible in this movie. Mm-hmm. To, considering how much ground it covers... And it is a bit long, but it, considering how much ground it covers, I'm just amazed that they got every. That I really feel like they paid off everything.
0: If you compare it to the pacing of, say, the to episode nine of Star Wars. <laughs> it's of, come
1: back again.
0: What's it? The Last Skywalker, <laughs> uh, Rise of Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker. That film, the first half an hour, 45 minutes, is just an editing nightmare, yeah. in my opinion. It's very quick. I don't know. Then you compare it against this film, like as you say, you're absolutely right that it, yes, it's three hours long, and it, there's no harm in it being that long. There's no, no, no I, I rule that it, says nah, film has to be less than that.
1: Talking in a theatre experience, so we were saying it's about three hours mm. long. No one cared. At least no one who liked it cared. You had to pick
0: your cinema right, though, if you wanted your... Oh, I would imagine so, yeah. Your derriere to survive that experience. (laughs) (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) I'm really glad that Disney and Marvel didn't panic and go, we have to get this done. They just said, let it happen. Because the film starts, a few things happen at the beginning that are quite shocking, and then it just takes its time with Ant-Man coming back to the world. And it's nice and measured. It's just him going about trying to figure stuff out, meeting his daughter, which is very emotional when that happens. When he knocks at the door, oh, his yeah. daughter's older. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lesson to be learned there. That you, you know, to do these sort of roundup films, you need to allow things to actually breathe and actually pay off in their own pace. You can't, you can't cut around it. You can't rush it.
0: How do we feel about the story at this point? So, what we learned from the previous film is that Thanos was ultimately was able to remove fifty percent of mm. life on the planet, or in the universe, in the universe, in, in universe. the universe. In yeah. the universe. This film is them trying to undo all of that mess. They're well, trying to a- avenge it. Want to say
1: not initially because initially they they it's five years later and they have pretty much yeah. just tried to move as you would imagine. Mm-hmm. They've tried to move on. They can't see a way past this, and it's not until t- uh, Tony Stark gets rescued by Captain Marvel and comes back and basically, I think I think I'm remembering this right. Tony Stark says we need to do something about this, and he's obviously quite mm-hmm. unwell. No, well he, was, remember it, he comes back. A month after it happens. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, my mistake. You're yeah, right. You yes, know, and he, then it's the time jump because they go and find Thanos, don't they? Well, he comes back
2: and he says, "I'm done with the Avengers. Yeah. I, I'm so pissed at you, Cap." That's right. Five years later, we've got both Black Widow and and Captain America going. We can't cope with the fact that we failed a bit.
1: That's that's yes, that's it. And and yeah. they both
2: go, "We need to fix this," and then the doorbell goes, and it's Ant Man. Yeah. Yeah. who turns up with the best plot-generating device that he's ever turned up with, yeah. which was a time machine.
1: Who would have thought he was so useful? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: When you bring in time bending and time mm, machining mm. and all that sort of stuff, it sort of goes, okay. Yeah. Th- you sort of have that moment of hesitation, like, yeah. okay, here we go. This is going to be the answer. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, what if this film was... Th- the they it was just them trying to get along in a world mm, where this yeah. had happened. There was nothing that they could do to reverse it, but of course the tension in this is that we want them to resolve it because that's ultimately you know we want to feel good about ourselves yeah. we want to feel yeah. that yes, we were finally the victors, but this film really does a good job of making you think actually they might yeah. stuff it up. You have this feeling of. Oh, maybe I'm not going to get the payoff mm. that I feel yeah. like I mm. need. And you I think- know, I'm going to open this cookie jar and it's going to be, <laughs> you know, sewing utensils. No, I hate
1: that. And yeah. well, I would like to talk about how fan service can be a good thing mm-hmm, because yeah. this film is a really, really good example because they travel back to the first Avengers film, back they to do too, many, they? many other yeah. films, I think. They, they redeemed they- Thor the Dark World. They re- yeah, I know. Like, who, could- who thought they could have done that? But I, I... I- it's funny because you would think on paper, you go, oh, you're going back just to retread yeah. old ground. But you watch it and you go, this is incredible. Yeah. Like they've done, you see the different angles of, of things that you've seen mm-hmm. before. And I loved it. I thought this is this works for me. I'm a fan. It's fan service. I'm more than happy yeah. with it. Service is the plot. Um, it's great.
0: Does that kill the rewatchability of all the old films? Mm, no.
1: You no, don't think so? I went back to rewatch the first Avengers film after seeing this and and it, I I guess I slightly enjoyed it more thinking, Oh yeah, they're mm. down there somewhere. So <laughs> I, I think I I think I enjoyed it more because okay. of it.
2: I I don't think it devalued or, or, or changed the way I viewed any of those films. Even, you know, even Thought of Dark World I still think is still a mediocre movie and the fact that they travel back to it in in. Endgame doesn't change that. In terms of fan service, I think this is probably one of the only movies that I've gone. I actually wanted to sit in a cinema where the audience was cheering audibly.
1: Yeah, and they did when I went to see it, and I, and I thought that was. Great. Usually, I hate that. I know. Like, can you please be quiet? I want to enjoy this, like you know, as if there's just no one else here. But I, I loved. It. People cheered. People yeah. were doing, it. and I thought I was swept up away with it. I thought it was a great atmosphere. It was a great atmosphere film for a, a large room of people. Who My were,
2: cinema was dead quiet. <laughs> and so, like, when when the portal scene happens, I'm like, why why are people not? I, I should be up there like cheering as well, but yeah. there's a social expectation for me to sit down in my seat.
1: It's quite transparent, but it's definitely mm. designed to it, to have that kind of. And it's a great moment. Like all these heroes mm-hmm. come back. It's like this is it. Like they're gonna turn it around. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the the only and, and uh, like you say, Alex. Like usually, I'm like i think dunkirk you know and all of that you just people be quiet or oh, Ch- Ch- i went to see churchill and there's a bit where he's about to do a radio broadcast and he counts down you know four three two one and someone at the back shouted out thunderbirds are go and it ruined the film <laughs> um so ordinarily you know if people could just stay quiet that'd be great but for this one uh yeah i had the cheering and everything and especially at that moment i thought this is like my heart was pumping i mm. could feel it in my chest it was such a Great reaction to this this scene,
2: and in a very positive way. The trailer didn't allude to this this fan service either. I mean, it was it was aiming to go. uh, This is a story about a group of characters who need to avenge something. It wasn't it wasn't like. Oh, they're going to deal with the events of all these past movies, and as a fan, you're going to be able to see all these things. And then,
1: <laughs> you're invited along, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, yeah.
2: It 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 really it, prom- it promised something else.
0: It didn't. It didn't uh, try to be something that it was never going to be, did it? It, no. n- it knew it was a big mm-hmm. action movie franchise film. They did a lot of things that grounded it in a way mm. of understanding. Okay, how would that? You can tell they've had they've taken that moment to think. Okay, literally, how would the world be if this were to happen? And of course, there's that one scene where Captain's talking to Black Widow, I think, and he talks about, I saw whales in in the, uh, the Hudson River. And I was, I sort of, I turned to the person I was with at the time and I was like, you know what? Well, I'd be quite happy with that. Yeah. Maybe was, Thanos was right. Yeah, was Thanos like, the good was, guy? Was and I feel like Thanos was the protagonist in the previous yeah. film. Like he he was, he was
1: the protac- protagonist. He absolutely. was like the
0: guy that you sort of went. Okay, actually, maybe I want you to try and mm-hmm. yeah. achieve what you're doing. <laughs> you know, I like I'm okay with you being able to do that. Yeah, sure, it's tragic. Oh, whatever. Yeah, some people die. That's fine. It doesn't affect me. Well,
1: you know, as much as you think it might not, but. I don't know. Well, I mean, it probably helps that you know that these are all fictional characters, obviously. But, ah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess you,
0: we have we have this expectation that things need to be resolved, mm. and in the time that they were given, and that they chose to mm-hmm. tell it in, I think they did a really good job of
1: it. I, I, I they absolutely did, and I think that I think we should give our two cents to this argument, not specifically because of Martin Scorsese, but just this idea of Marvel films mm-hmm. being sort of. Of a, a more of a TV show than 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 a than well, a film he franchise. sort of
0: referred to them as being just
1: as a uh, theme, theme park ride. Now, park but right. I was thinking about because what he said, and obviously he's a respected director. I'm not going to take away from Munt, because I, who would dare? I, I was thinking about going. Well, Indiana Jones, you know those kind of films. Mm. They are kind of designed to be theme park. Yeah. And Jurassic Park. Know, these are all Steven Spielberg films, obviously. But I don't think it's a bad thing if a film is designed to just be a thrill ride that's fun and enjoyable. And both Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, and an Endgame—they do give you emotional responses, be yeah, it laughter, fear, or emotion—and I think that's that's valid. That's all a film sometimes has to do. If it's if it makes you feel something to, as strong as it does to make people get out of their chairs and cheer, then that's a great thing. It's done its job well. I think you, we did Marriage Story last week. That's that is not a theme park ride. That's an, <laughs> that's a drama. It's, it's mm-hmm. well crafted, and this film is well crafted. But it's crafted to be something different, and it knows what it is. It's not trying to be. Shinder's list or Titanic, trying to be a classy or look at the craft, you know that kind of thing. It's just let's have, let's go, let's great, have these great characters, let's go on an adventure, let's defeat evil or the bad guys, and and all band together.
2: I want to give a quick shout. I don't because I don't think this gets appreciated enough, um, and just the sheer talent um, and appreciation for bro, both Bradley Cooper and Sean Gunn, who both portray Rocket Raccoon.
1: Oh really? Do they? Oh, does Sean Gunn do the mocap stuff? Sean,
2: yeah, he does the mocap, ah. and Bradley Cooper. I just don't think gets enough credit for for voicing Ra- Rocket. Ro- Rocket,
1: as I said to you guys before we started recording today, like Rocket's always yeah. the highlight character. I always sort of think of they used to just usually one-off lines, like he one a guy with one eye. You know, that mm-hmm. just random mm-hmm. quotes come to you, but it's like, yeah, that's a good character because you just think of these just random moments of him throughout the films. So he's always the highlight. Like you say, it's it's an ensemble piece. Mm-hmm. And, and it's great that they've got such a, a such a rich canvas yeah. of characters, you know, and, you know, you, people can like Rocket, some some people can like Black Widow, and there's something there for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of the theme of the film as well, is everyone comes together and sort of works together and, and does all these good things.
0: And I guess that's what was really, that was promised to us, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Is that we weren't yeah. promised that there was going to be a, a happy ending or that, you know, good was going to overcome evil or however you, your perspective is on that. They said, look, this is the final film. We're going to give it to you. We're going to give it to you good. And mm.
1: uh, hopefully you enjoy it. We should mention um, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. who's obviously been the first. He's not the first Avenger. That's Captain America. But he's he did the first film. And, and his performance in this, was, he, yeah. he's he's definitely the center of the film mm-hmm. for this. Obviously quite intentionally. Um, not, not to disservice um, Steve Rogers mm-hmm. at all. But his performance in this, I thought, was yeah. like it sort of wrapped up sort of all those feelings, especially in Iron Man Three, um, some of those doubts he had, and, and sort of tr- tossing up between family and the superhero thing, and and, and this I thought um, was such a great send off for him.
2: I thought they deserved a the nomination.
1: It yeah, more so, more like an umbrella one, like for the entire body of work he's done across the yeah. franchise. Oh, he gets paid enough money.
0: That—that <laughs> that was his reward. He's got enough royalties to live no, and never do a film again. He's that's got those
2: two royalties as well. Yeah, he's—he's
0: he's doing fine. Don't worry, Matt. I, yeah. I assure you. I just hope he's okay. You know, I'm sure. I assure you, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> is fine. Maybe he could do another Tropic Thunder
1: two or something. That'd be good.
0: Hey, I would welcome that. Yeah. Look, I think uh, this was probably the first time that we've discussed a trailer where specifically they yeah. had did things to the trailer to maybe throw us off. Mm. Uh, they did. Quite a good job about that. They were quite open about that. They weren't the first film to do it, but they used it well. It wasn't a a, a Star Wars. Um, what's that one called? The R- Rise of Skywalker. No, no, no. The the prequel to Episode Four is Oh Rogue right. One. Rogue One. So in Rogue One, we all know what's going to happen. Basically, they they had shots that were in the film that were removed, but were basically a result of having reshoot. to reshoot yeah. and things changing. In this, it was deliberately done. Yeah to change how we felt about the story or throw us off the scent a little bit which is entirely you know a valid thing to do and i guess all we have to do now is how did we feel about it i mean i i've sort of reserved my score for the end last week we did uh, sand what do we sand doing? pies sand
1: pies should we do coconuts i think have we done coconuts no we've done coconuts was the very yeah. first episode it was, it was oh, what's see, the name? I mean, i'm just craving coconuts it's been that long since we've had them what's
2: the name of the crab from the little little mermaid
1: I could not tell you.
2: The, uh, I'll give it five crabs from Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: okay. All right. <laughs> is, that, is that is that what you have to say? Just you're going to give it. Give uh, it five? yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I'm
0: Sebastian. Oh, I got it.
1: Oh, there I, we go. Th- there it is. There it is. How um, many how
0: many crabs, Sebastian? So okay. So Steve, you're giving it five crabs, Sebastian. Yes. Okay.
1: I think um, because for me, not being a Marvel fan before watching these. And the fact that it dragged me in and I was so on board by the time... You well, know, well before these films came up. But I was so invested. I think the fact that he was able to do that across so many films and keep me hooked. I'm going to... I think I'm going to give it five as well. Five crab Sebastians from me as well. I loved it.
0: Yeah. I'm going to give it four. Okay. And, then, okay. and no need to jump me right now. I realize yeah. you're, look, you're both looking at me with a fair amount <laughs> of disdain. What's going on, man? <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's okay. I feel like I had by this point maybe a bit of fatigue... In the series, yeah. I also probably felt like I was happy with uh, the earth being, you know, yeah. a more resource-rich
1: place. <laughs> I think there's, place. There's, there's a problem there, I think. The environmentalist
0: in me was sort of like, eh. You're bringing your personal feelings in." this. I know, and that's what I did last <laughs> all, week as all well. All those people, Alex, all those I people. I did that last week as well, where I brought my personal feelings into how <laughs> I felt about that. But it's the under- film did it to me, yeah. and it's not my fault. I'm not responsible for how I act. I think you might be, but yeah. (laughs) Um, It is, I don't know, like, ah, it just, I don't know. I can't bring myself to say, I mean, yes, technically it was probably perfect. You know, the filming, the sound, all of that was fantastic. Um, I might push it to four and a half, but I just don't feel like I can do that because...
1: But I, mate,
0: I I I don't. know, Do I feel kind of used as an well, audience well, member by right this might, point? No, I don't Still, think we've I'm
1: ever. i sorry, I don't think we've ever been this fired up about someone else giving a score. Like we we're actually quite. I'm okay with you're it. okay. Uh, yeah, okay, all yeah. right. Yeah. Because okay. I mean,
2: I, I've I've heard the two main criticisms of this film. I've heard, and I do agree with one of them. Uh, and the first one I agree with is probably Captain Marvel and just how. We haven't mentioned her, actually, yeah. have well, we? She, no, yeah. Anyway. Uh,
0: she's, yeah. yeah, she's in the film. She's overpowered. They had to not have her in the whole film, otherwise she would have been able to fix everything yeah. within yeah. five minutes. And then you so. wouldn't, wouldn't have a movie. And, and the yeah, second so.
2: criticism was just the, the, the duration of the film. How long it was. Yeah. It, it felt was, like it was a bit long. Some, some people felt, I didn't think, feel like that. I, I, I thought it was I've right. I've heard the criticism,
0: though. Yeah, it, it, it was what it was because of what it was. I mean, yeah. Out of context, that of that's a, a terrible comment. Mm. But I want that on a shirt. It was
2: w- what it was because of what it was.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you can, you know, go to bed at night without new side table. Yeah, you will find these man. shirts available on our website. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not a bad no. idea. <laughs> not a bad idea at all. You can always visit us at trailerisland.com.au. Send us an email contact at trailerisland.com.au. I'm going to reap the benefits of the profits of those T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. we hope so. I'll definitely we'll we'll be have a merch page
1: soon on the website. I think, yeah, that'd be good. It's a really good idea. Yeah, I mm. like internet shopping, so I'd probably be spending a lot of time on there if we did. Well, you honest. don't go outside, do you? No, I don't like going outside, despite you know the global pandemic. You... Yeah, no, I was actually well practiced for this. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I knew what I was You've doing. You've been happier. I was almost yeah, well fitted for it. It was almost like it was uh, my ideal way of life.
0: Mm. Anyway Very good yeah. Well if you too Like Matthew Are enjoying the isolation You can contact us At TrailerIsland.com.au There's a contact page yeah. there You can go to the Facebook page Trailer Island Podcast uh, There's a Twitter Matthew What's the Twitter? I've asked Steve every week Oh yeah. it's,
1: it's Island Trailer cause, yeah. yeah Because that bloke's well We haven't found him yet Yeah It's
0: really really easy to remember mm.
2: okay. I- Island the title
1: of this podcast I- Island Trailer <laughs>
2: Backwards
0: back- Yes, well, this has been the Trailer Island podcast. That's a conclusion on episode four. You can catch me, your host, Alex, along with... Matthew. And Steve. Every week on Wednesdays. Don't forget to tell your friends. Subscribe. Apple, Google and Spotify podcasts. Yep. It's a wonderful thing. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, I guess that's, that's it. Good night. Goodbye from Island Trailer. Good night.